0: Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. The Biden administration faced another bump in the road this week as it aims to kickstart the domestic solar industry. On Tuesday, White House officials and solar manufacturers met to discuss President Joe Biden's latest executive actions. Last week, the president said he would use the Defense Production Act to boost manufacturing and promised a two-year pause on new tariffs for four Southeast Asian nations that one company, Oxen Solar, has accused of evading tariffs on Chinese-made equipment. After Tuesday's meeting, some domestic solar manufacturers said the Biden administration was failing to address their concerns and that there's a disconnect between the industry and the administration. So today, Politico's Kelsey Tamburino takes us inside that meeting, breaks down some new solar legislation exclusively shared with her, and talks about what initiatives to support the sector could be included in a future reconciliation package. It's Friday, June 17th. Kelsey, some domestic solar manufacturers left a meeting Tuesday with the White House, not very happy. Tell us what you heard and what went wrong.
1: Yeah, so the White House held a meeting with what they said was about 20 manufacturers and solar companies. But really what some of the domestic manufacturers who I spoke to afterwards said that what became clear to them was that the White House doesn't really have a strategy on how to support U.S. manufacturers. One person, the CEO of Oxen Solar, which is the company that some folks will recall is at the center of this commerce probe that has stalled the industry. He called it a pro-forma call that basically was an avenue for the administration to claim that they consulted with domestic manufacturers, but essentially told them that the only path forward is having Congress Act or use the DPA, which is something the administration has recently tapped to do to help boost domestic manufacturing. It wasn't just Oxen that I spoke to, other folks who spoke on background to me to talk freely, expressed uh, similar concerns and a similar reaction that the White House didn't really present something that they found to be a cohesive and clear vision for domestic manufacturing. And instead, some of them, you know, basically said that their senses of the administration isn't on the same page as them when it comes to this issue.
0: Interesting. It sounds like they were very much on the defensive. That was the tone, at least how your solar manufacturing sources were describing it, that the administration was very defensive. So how did the administration respond to these accusations that industry was kept out of the decision on DAPA?
1: The White House official who confirmed to me that this meeting happened basically said that the leaders were there to speak about the DPA announcement specifically and how to bring new domestic clean energy, how to lower the cost for American families and framed it more as this way to bring together all the voices in this debate and really focus on lowering costs and make this a workable solution. I've talked to other folks who aren't critical of the Biden administration's moves on solar who said this was actually a good opportunity and framed it more of this was a meeting for all sides of this debate to come together and hash things out. So I think there's some who really see this as more of a an opportunity to discuss these issues and others who really, you mentioned, are upset that they were left out of this conversation to begin with and now think that they're playing catch up and that the administration isn't, again, hearing them on their concerns here.
0: Right. And some Democrats who are unimpressed with the White House's use of the Defense Production Act are proposing legislation to spur domestic solar manufacturing. You got your hands on a new proposed legislation from Senator Tim Ryan of Ohio, a Democrat, up for re-election, manufacturing state. So what can you tell us about that?
1: Congressman Tim Ryan introduced legislation on Thursday that would expand the Buy American provisions to include solar power purchase agreements, essentially to close this loophole that if the government is going to buy solar power and make these purchase agreements, that it would require that solar is not done through forced labor or from coal-fired power plants in China, but really is coming from U.S producers and manufacturers. It's interesting because Tim Ryan has been critical of the administration's moves recently on solar. He is a proponent of the tariffs. He is supportive of the aux and solar probe. He told me when I spoke to him earlier this week that the Biden administration's moves here were a bad idea and that he said that the president has gotten some bad advice on this and that, one, companies like First Solar in his state and others on the domestic manufacturing side should have been consulted ahead of time and really just the concern that this is not the right approach to go in terms of boosting
0: the domestic industry. Gotcha. And you've also reported that the solar industry is looking for more support in a potential reconciliation package that may or may not be coming, conversations obviously ongoing between top Democratic leaders. So what sort of initiatives do they want to see included?
1: The solar industry is pretty broadly supportive of legislation called the Solar Energy Manufacturing for America Act, which would provide tax incentives for manufacturers basically at every stage of the solar supply chain. And this is something that the domestic manufacturers who are critical of the Biden moves and those who are supportive are both calling for this legislation to pass. They think it's really crucial to spur domestic manufacturing in the U.S. for solar, more so than anything else that we've seen. And they've been pushing for a while for that to be included. Before talks fell apart in December, it was supposed to be included in the package, so we'll see if it remains. That's something they're advocating for. They're also, in general, just supportive of the clean energy tax credits that would extend the production tax credit, the investment tax credit for renewable energy, and to really expand those long-term to provide certainty for the industry. But really, the tax credits are something that they have been advocating for for a while and the Solar Energy Industries Association is actually on the Hill Thursday to meet with lawmakers on passing these clean energy tax credits and these long term extensions of the Solar ITC, as I mentioned, with direct pay, which is something they've advocated for. So this is something that they've been vocal about for a while and have continued to push lawmakers on.
0: Also. On Thursday, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission took a critical step toward relieving the lengthy backlog of clean energy resources that has left gigawatts of power stranded in trying to connect to the grid. The Commission unanimously voted to move forward a Notice of Proposed Rulemaking that aims to 1. speed the process of interconnecting to the U.S. power grid and 2. unlock more renewable energy resources. Thursday's move follows a proposed rulemaking issued by the Commission in May that makes other improvements to U.S. transmission planning. Grid experts say those improvements will alleviate the lengthy interconnection queue in the long run. FERC's proposal would also require transmission owners to conduct long-term transmission planning to consider the future power generation mix, while also giving states a greater role in how to more efficiently and cost-effectively assign costs to system upgrades. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Nirmal Malaykal is the podcast producer. Ragu Madhuvallan edited the show this week. Jenny Ament is the executive producer of audio at Politico. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back on Tuesday. Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash hydrogenfuel.